0: Okay, all right, welcome everybody. This week I wanted to take some time and discuss uh, 2015's Brooklyn, a film directed by Joe Crowley. I've been interested in this movie for a long time. Um, I read the book by I him, uh I guess you say Tobin. Um, and I've just been thinking a lot about it lately. Um, my own daughter is about to go away on a long trip, um, so it's gotten my mind focused on what it means perhaps for a young person to travel. Um, uh, This is uh, obviously going to contain some spoilers because this is a 2015 film. The movie stars uh, Shersha Ronan as a young Irish girl who comes to Brooklyn in 1951 and essentially chronicles her first year in the United States. as I said, Sir Ronan plays Eilish Lacey, uh, who's from Enniscorthy um, in Southeast Ireland, uh, where she lives with her mother and her older sister, Rose. Uh, one of the sort of themes of the opening of the movie is she's a little bit outshined. ...by her older sister Rose, who is uh, extremely pretty and uh, popular. Um, the town of Aniscordi that they live in is portrayed as beautiful and quaint... ...but also economically depressed and somewhat stifling. Uh, Eilish works uh, in a, essentially a shop or a, a small grocer... ...run by uh, a character named Miss Kelly... ...who is incredibly uh, short with the girls under her charge... Uh, ...terse with and rude with customers... And overall, an, an especially unappealing character. Miss Kelly is played by Brid Brennan, who does a very, very nice job of uh, making the character interesting to watch on the screen. Um, assisted by a, a Catholic priest, Father Flood, um, arrangements are made for Ailish to go to the United States and get a job. Uh, Much of the early part of the film focuses on her shipboard journey to uh, the New World. And the scenes aboard the ship are extremely well done. Um, You are very much there on the boat with her. It does not feel like a set. Uh, It's very convincing that you're on a boat crossing the ocean. And the shipboard journey has a, a lot of... One of benefits that pay rewards later in the film they highlight Eilish's naivete. There's a great scene where she goes to the mess hall and eats uh the 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 mutton that's being served there and she's practically alone and one of the one of the ship employees uh, basically says to her, "No one is eating because we're heading into a bad storm, and everyone is afraid to and then she realizes that in her in her desire to eat something. She has now made a fatal error. The storm's come. The ship is thrown all around. Uh, She's violently ill, and she is locked out of her shared bathroom by the 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 young women across uh, the way who who lock her out. Um, She befriends an older girl in this journey who shows her a little bit of sophistication and helps her out both in terms of. Getting through the rest of the visit, uh, conquering some of her fears about her coming arrival to the United States, and getting a little bit of petty revenge on these other girls who locked her out of the bathroom. Once she arrives in Brooklyn, uh, the movie really moves into its second act. Uh, The arrival in Brooklyn emphasizes Eilish's isolation. Um, the fact that uh, Brooklyn is enormous compared to Anna Scorthy. Uh, she is surrounded by people of all races and ethnicities. There are several interesting scenes of her just walking the streets of New York to show the diverse range of people all around her, including African Americans, which you kind of get the impression there aren't a lot of in Ireland. She manages to score a job as a sales clerk at a, a department store in Um she is shown to be very isolated and alone there as well, and largely sad. Um, Jessica Perret, uh who many of us remember from Mad Men, does a, a nice job in a small role playing her store manager. Uh, that job could have easily been uh, handled as just a sort of finger-wagging... Uh, administrator, but Jessica Paré injects some humanity into it and is able to recognize that Ailish is hurting. And even if she doesn't know exactly why, uh, she's able to reach out and at least make some contact with Ailish. Ailish lives at a boarding house uh, run by an older Irish woman. And there's a lot of good comic relief uh, from the dinner scenes where Ailish and the other Irish immigrant girls. Uh, share meals together and these scenes are some of the best in the film even though they don't advance the plot in a tremendous way they provide tremendous opportunity for character development and you get a sense of the entire immigrant experience that these young women are facing just from the different ways that they're approaching their job their living their situation uh, their way that they're looking to get a boyfriend or maybe even a husband Uh, there are several of these scenes and as I said, I think they're some of the very best in the entire film. The whole film shifts gears, however, when Eilish uh, goes to an Irish dance and she meets uh, uh, Tony Fiorello, uh, played by Emery Cohen, who uh, is essentially an Italian plumber's apprentice. Um, he is interested in Irish girls, and he is portrayed in a very winning manner. Um, it is a little bit scandalous that Ailish is dating uh, an Italian man, and it's a little bit scandalous for Tony that he is dating an Irish girl. Uh, there's a scene, a little bit of which is shown in the trailer, where she uh, goes to his house for dinner, and uh, Tony's younger brother uh, explicitly says that they don't like Irish people. And again, this sort of highlights some of the Italian-Irish conflicts that was happening in the 50s in and around uh, the five boroughs in New York City. It's done a little bit for laughs here, but it is it is also done to show that uh, both Eilish and Tony are taking a little bit of a risk by getting involved with each other. I want to give a shout out to Jim Broadbent, who plays Father Flood, the Irish uh, priest who helps Eilish along the way. Um, it's nice to see uh, a Priest in a film these days portrayed as a straight shooter. Uh, Catholic priests are often portrayed as sort of scheming or duplicitous or having less than honest motives. And uh, Broadbent plays Flood uh, in a pretty straight manner. Like he's really just there in a very straightforward manner. He never asks anything inappropriate of Alish. Uh, he does ask her to do some unpleasant things, like for example, he asks her to serve food at a, a charity dinner for largely homeless homeless old Irish immigrants. Um, that's supposed to be a bit of a thankless chore for Ailish, but it turns out to be a very informing moment where she does uh, feel the strength of her heritage very much as she watches uh, an old Irish man sing. Ailish and Tony, uh, their romance moves along at a good pace, and it becomes apparent very quickly that they are serious about each other. The movie takes a sharp left turn when uh, Ailish's older sister Rose suddenly dies. Uh, and Ailish is forced to abruptly uh, return to Ireland uh, for the funeral. Before she goes, uh, she and Tony marry in secret, uh, although unbeknownst to them, uh, they run into somebody uh, who knows people that uh, Miss Kelly knows back in Ireland. Uh, Ailish goes back for her uh, sister's funeral and is forced to uh, reckon with the culture that she has left behind for her new life in America. Much of the scenes in Ireland are portrayed differently in the second half of the movie than they are in the first half of the movie. Ireland is portrayed as much more beautiful and wide-ranging and appealing. Uh, even though she is now married to Tony, Ailish has uh, an affair of sorts with a young man named Jim Farrell, played by none other than Don Hall Gleason we've discussed in this podcast before. This is where the movie takes a very dark turn. Uh, We, the audience, uh, have grown very fond of Tony as a character. We are aware that Ailish is now married to Tony, Um, but she tells no one on her return to Ireland, and she essentially carries out an emotional, if not a physical affair uh, with Jim Farrell, sort of leading him to believe that she might be interested in marrying him. She even goes so far as to have dinner with his parents, who clearly are under the impression that uh, these two young people might very well be tying the knot. Miss Kelly resurfaces at the end of the film, um, having uh, essentially uh, realized that Eilish is married and is lying about it. She confronts Ailish in a very good scene. Uh, Ailish essentially acknowledges that she has been lying, although leaves uh Miss Kelly by saying that her name is now Ailish Fiorello. And the film ends with Ailish returning to Brooklyn, um, leaving her mother behind essentially alone in Ireland, um, to rejoin Tony. So I think this is an incredibly complex and interesting movie, uh, despite the fact that it's a fairly straight narrative. One is um there's a universality to the story of immigrants to the United States that I think almost anyone finds appealing uh, whether you're watching the jazz singer or the big sick or a movie like this um, you know it is appealing I think as an American to watch stories of people coming to America I am not Irish I am not a woman but I found this story of a young Irish woman coming to the United States uh, incredibly relatable and I felt like I uh, was extremely sympathetic to her uh, as she came to America and struggled in the new world Um The United States is presented as a fairly complex place, not a black and white place. Um, And I think what really sets this film apart is the second half of the movie. Eilish is both the hero and the villain of the story. And really, in the first half of the movie, you have no reason not to root for Eilish. Um, You know, she strikes out uh, at a very young age uh, to a new land where she is essentially friendless and has to start you know, penniless and from scratch in every possible way. And you're very much on her side. Um, Tony is portrayed as uh, an unsophisticated, but genuine and hardworking guy who is truly interested in Eilish and wants to be with her uh, in a meaningful way, essentially from the first time that he meets her. Um, But it is the return to Ireland that turns this whole movie on its head Ailish, upon her return to Ireland, really shifts from being the heroine of this film to really being, as I used the term earlier, she's a little bit the villain, and she is the agent of most of her own, if not all of her own troubles. Um, she is guilty of lying by omission to her mother, to all of her friends, to Jim Farrell. Uh, she's shown going on what could only be considered dates with Jim Farrell and uh, some other young people. And the fact that uh, she goes to such extremes to hide her relationship with Tony up to and including their marriage puts a very dark spin on the third act of this film. Ailish is suddenly shown to have um, some inner darkness that we haven't seen to be capable of doing very negative things that the entire movie up to this point hasn't let us see. The ultimate resolution of the movie uh, leaves Eilish as somewhat of a scandalous figure in Ireland. You could imagine that now that she is outed by Miss Kelly, who is portrayed as maybe being evil but not stupid, uh, Eilish essentially flees the country, uh, leaves her mother all alone, right? Her one daughter is dead. Her other daughter is, for all intents and purposes, gone to America, gone to America, as they used to say. And you know that Miss Kelly is not going to be quiet about this, and uh, Jim Farrell is likely going to find out about this from Miss Kelly or from someone that else that Miss Kelly has told Ailish uh, has largely destroyed her reputation in Enniscorthy. Uh, she returns to the big world of the United States, and you can almost guarantee that she will tell uh, her husband Tony absolutely none of what transpired in Ireland beyond the fact that she went to her sister's funeral. There's a phenomenal scene uh, towards the end of the film uh, where Ailish makes her second um, east-to-west transatlantic crossing, and she gets uh, on her uh, way back to the United States after uh, leaving to return to Tony. Um, She gets to play the older, more sophisticated girl to a young uh, girl who was meant to essentially be in Ailish's prior position, about to start her new life in America. It's a very, very good scene, and it shows that Ailish has grown a little bit. She's a little more sophisticated. Uh, again, we've now learned that she has a darker side, but it doesn't stop her from reaching out and helping the younger girl. Clearly, the heart and soul of this movie is Saoirse Ronan, who is in virtually every scene. Um, she carries this entire movie in just a- an incredibly captivating way. Uh, you really can't take her eyes off of her, whether she's playing... Nailish is happy or sad or frightened or alone. Um, It's extremely gripping and convincing. And again, um, you know, I was sitting in a theater with my popcorn and my soda, but nonetheless, it was very easy to believe that I was in uh, 1951 Brooklyn um I think that Emory Cohen deserves uh props for his portrayal of Tony. Uh, this was the first film I can recall seeing him in and he's very very winning. I think it's easy to play this part as a sort of aweshock shucks doofus and he doesn't really do that. Um you know, he's he's shown to be a manual laborer. He talks about the the unglamorous life of a plumber uh clearing toilets. Um his uh, family are shown to live in a neat but extremely small and crowded apartment, and I think that he does about as much as the, with the role as he possibly could. Uh, Tony is never shown to have a hidden agenda or a darker side, so he's a little bit limited in what he's given. But again, he does a good job at it. Um, Dom Hall Gleason is very good in this in his small role as Jim Farrell. He is meant to be. A very charismatic and appealing character to make Ailish rethink everything about her decision to leave Ireland. Um, you know, it's it's interesting. Um, I we've talked about him on this podcast before, for example, in the context of uh, Dread. I think. Um, you know, this is a much better role for him than, for example, what he's been given to do in Star Wars The Force Awakens or Star Wars The Last Jedi. I'm sure he made gazillions of dollars more for his Star Wars roles than he made for Brooklyn, but, you know, I think in a role like Brooklyn or a role like Ex Machina or even his small role, for example, in True Grit, um, you see that he is really capable of doing quite a lot as an actor. Um, And it's funny because just a week or so ago, I was uh foolishly rewatching parts of the last Jedi, and I was just thinking how terrible his portrayal was in that, but again, I'm sure it's just the material that he's given uh the movie is directed by John Crowley, who I think deserves nothing but props um This is a you know a tough movie to pull off, and I think that. Uh, handled the wrong way this becomes a lifetime style movie that's just over-the-top schmaltz and they kind of avoid that in this uh, the sentiment this movie feels much more genuine and less forced uh, the screenplay is by Nick Hornby again based on the novel by Column Tubin. I've read the novel the novel follows this fairly closely uh, and if you like the movie I would certainly recommend the novel um the movie performed very well, making about uh, six times its budget of $11 million. So I think it's rewarding for me to see a film like this get uh, a big distribution and a lot of viewing and a lot of awards. Again, um, definitely a hit. I think about this movie quite a lot of the time. I'm interested in immigrant tales, uh, and I think this is definitely one of the better ones we've had handed to us in the past couple of years. Um, I also especially like the fact that it was largely a straight drama with a little bit of comic relief, mostly surrounding the dinner table scenes. I think we'll wrap there, but again um, if you haven't seen it, uh, it's definitely worth a watch. And I think you have seen it. It's worth seeing twice. I actually saw this movie Uh, two or three times now, um, and I think that I've gotten something different out of it every time. So it's definitely worth it. Um, Enjoy, and we'll be back again soon with another podcast. Thanks, everybody.